This episode brought to you by the Universal Laws of Nature, Law Number 4. What you appreciate grows. The Law of Harmony. Gratitude rises the body. And gratitude weighs the body. Gratitude gravity are the same thing. The most ungrateful place on earth is the center of the earth where the density of material is so heavy that a matchbox filled with material from the center of the earth placed on the surface of the earth would vertically drill down almost all the way back to the center all the way through rock and granite. In the same way, gratitude raises us. Imagine, just for a moment, that there are rings around the earth. Currently those rings are owned by communication giants. In the form of telephone and telecommunication bandwidth but, in your imagination, Imagine that those rings are there anyway and always have been and are called the realms above earth. The further out from the planet you travel the less gravity there is. If you were sitting on the earth, in your armchair, being grateful for a flower, did you know that the realm above the earth that you are connecting to goes further and further away from the earth with the amount of gratitude you have? That's a pretty cool thought when you think about those realms being the realms of wisdom. Between earth, and the outer ring of our solar system there are seven realms. Our sun is considered to be at the fourth realm. The moon is the second realm. Different religions worship different calendars. And therefore different religions have different levels of gratitude. The more pious the religion the less gratitude it demonstrates. But if you want to see a demonstration of how gratitude raises people's wisdom and consciousness then it would be really easy to go to any religious environment and watch people singing. Whether it is yoga and people chanting or a church or a synagogue it doesn't matter, music rises consciousness. That rise in consciousness with gratitude is always temporary because our feet are on the earth. Therefore to be grateful we must apply energy to our thoughts otherwise we gravitate, through gravity, to ingratitude. What you appreciate grows. Anything you wish to change is a sign of ingratitude. What do you appreciate actually grows. What do you don't appreciate depreciates. Money appreciates if it's left lying around. Money appreciates if it's invested. A relationship depreciates when there is ingratitude. A business depreciates when there is ingratitude and whether that ingratitude is from the customer or from the staff internally the depreciation can be measured. And of course, our attitude to ourselves is the most conspicuous form of ingratitude that appreciates. When we are looking at ourselves in the mirror seeing what is wrong or what we could fix or what we could make better, it is a clear and categoric statement of ingratitude for what is. Ingratitude for what is depreciates what is. If you don't appreciate it the way that you've got it you will not get it the way that you want it. You witness this when you do your daily self-talk exercise in the morning with parent, adult, child the parent appreciates potential, the adult appreciates knowledge, and the child appreciates effort. It is simply one huge gratitude exercise. What do you appreciate grows and the most important aspect of life to have an appreciative approach is in self-talk. We talk to ourselves all day every day and if that's of talk is negative self-critical then, we are appreciating ourselves, and nobody treats us better or worse than we treat ourselves. Self-depreciating thoughts attract depreciating attitudes towards us. So I hope this explanation reveals to you how important it is to consider gravity, ingratitude is one and the same thing. It is one of the most conspicuous things when you are guiding a group of people up a mountain in Nepal. As people get tired the going gets very tough. And that tiredness backfires. A tired person starts to become unthankful for the experience. A person with a blister on their foot starts to become ungrateful. And that ingratitude makes them exhausted. But a person who stays thankful does not get tired in an exhaustive way but in a great way. The secret to climbing up big long hills in Nepal is to be thankful not for the overall experience but thankful for every single step. It is absolutely micromanagement of our state of mind. Every breath is important and we can be thankful for that. Every move we make is important and we can be thankful for that. Every bite of an apple is an opportunity to be grateful. 
In contrast to this, there are people who will only be grateful if they reach the summit. The journey then becomes an ugly fight between the exhaustion of their body, which is easily measured by blood sugar and oxygenation, and grim determination which is a really mean state of mind. Anything that you are not thankful for runs your life. The most conspicuous revelation of this is when you are tired. If you do a day's work and you are thankful for having done that day's work, and have been thankful during the course of the day to remain thankful for even the most difficult situation, you will come home to your family fresh and more importantly with more energy than you left with. But if you let yourself go and allow gravity to take its course, hoping to do some sort of miraculous discard form or emotional shower at the end of the working day after having acted like a Neanderthal all day, you will be exhausted. To come home tired from a day's work is an abuse of a relationship. If you wonder why your family is pushing back on you, or why your relationship is not thriving, it's because during the course of the day you are letting your work dictate your mindset. If work dictates your mindset it will have positive and negative impacts. If you have positive and negative impacts that are driven by your job, you are going to come home exhausted. And that exhaustion is going to take its toll because you will expect the family to be grateful for this great sacrifice you have made called work. That is the most egocentric concept imaginable. Consider the alternative that you get up in the morning before the sun comes up and just take a breath of thankfulness while facing a tree or some part of nature. Consider then taking some form of exercise to begin the day with your self-talk inspired and grateful, tapping into the highest realm available to you. Consider then going for a walk and being thankful for the environment. Consider the possibility of eating a breakfast and every mouthful is an opportunity for gratitude. Consider then being thankful that you aren't with your family all day and that you have something to go to that will make you a whole person. Consider then having gratitude for work that is way harder than you would plan it and far more confusing than you expect because that means you are needed. Consider then being challenged to stay thankful at lunchtime. And consider the possibility of going for a walk in a magnificent 5-minute exercise on looking up at the sky and checking the clouds in the blueness of the atmosphere. Consider then answering emails and due diligence on your gratitude by writing one gratitude letter to someone and seeing how easy it flows. Consider then the afternoon with a bit of exercise on a turbo bike mid-afternoon so that you g your metabolism up at the right time of day. Consider then the possibility of being thankful for all the stuff that went on all day and that you realize that it was both support and challenge and you are thankful for both. Consider then walking in the house thankful to be home but thankful that you've been away too. Consider then eating a meal with your family and being thankful for the food and thankful for their stories and thankful for their disruptions and thankful for all the shit that went on in their life today too. Consider the possibility that you don't watch TV but you do watch a documentary that teaches you about thankfulness. That gives you an appreciation for this planet we are blessed to be on. Consider then the possibility that before you go to bed you sit down on the floor somewhere and review your day hour by hour and checking to make sure that your whole day is a day that you can be thankful for. Consider then the possibility you spend a further 5 minutes going over tomorrow and reframing everything that's on the plate for tomorrow as being a magnificent opportunity to celebrate gratitude and love with the world. And then consider your purpose and then link all that to your purpose and say wow what a gift I'm alive I have a purpose I have a life. And then it will sleep like a baby. But most people won't do that. Consider the average life pattern. You wake up tired a little bit exhausted from the alcohol last night. You stumble across the room and get to the coffee machine as quickly as possible. You drink coffee and lament at how tired you feel and how miserable the weather might be. You look at your watch and realize that you only have a few hours before you have to be at work and that you want to go out and go to the gym or go for a run or something. So stumbling towards the front door you get your shoes on and off you go running damn this is hard. Then you come home have a quick shower, shuffle down some toast, say goodbye to everybody even drop the kids at school in the damn traffic, then get to the damn office on time before you have to sit in the first damn meeting of the day. 
then you go through that damn meeting and get to the next day meeting and then you get that meeting finished and you get to the next damn meeting and then you have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee to spark your energy because it's already 930 and you're completely running out of tolerance for this garbage. And then you make it through to lunchtime where you shuffle down some more food as quickly as possible and get back to work and maybe even have that food at the computer because there's just no time. And then you get up from your computer at the end of the day and your back's a bit sore and your feet feel a bit heavy and you will feel overweight and you walk towards the car and you get in the car and damn the traffic is thick and you get home and the family doesn't appreciate the fact that you've been working all day and so you get really grumpy at them because you know you've been sacrificing yourself and throwing yourself on the fire just for them. And then you finish the dinner as quickly as possible shove the plates in the dishwasher and then rush into the TV so you don't miss the latest version of Neighbors Awesome Ignorant TV Show which is a reflection of the day you just spent at work. Then with a few drinks under the belt, you stumble to the bathroom, brush your teeth, look in the mirror and question the lines that you see appearing, you rub some cream on your face, and slipped into bed hoping like hell that you can get a little bit of sleep tonight unlike last night. That's the average day for the average person who does not make gratitude there's a single focal point. At Harvard University they have done the studies, at many university hospitals throughout the world they have done the study. Science knows this fact and has proven it over and over. Gratitude improves the immune system. So what do you think nature was doing when it linked gratitude and immunity? Do you think there is some intrinsic connection between living on purpose, gratitude for life, and the time we're going to spend on this planet? We know that the most expensive seminar on earth is a hospital bed. We know that that seminar is teaching people to be thankful for what they've got which they've probably forgotten about until it has to be amputated or removed. If you don't appreciate what you've got you lose it. By demonstrating the third law of the universe of nature which is abundance, I have shown you how to be thankful for everything. By demonstrating to you the fourth law of the universe I have shown you the value of gratitude in raising your celebration of life and also quality of life. I have shown you that those two laws are built around this one principle of gratitude. Harvard University has shown you that gratitude impacts your immune system more than any other thought. Low thankfulness is equivalent to low immunity. By demonstrating to you the first law of the universe, the law of balance, I've shown you that emotions lies that you can change with a flick of your fingers. For every up there is a down, for every right there's a wrong, for every pleasure there's a pain. With this powerful insight you can use the second law of nature to recognize that everything that has been built on this planet must evolve at the border of chaos in order. Support and challenge are the two sides of evolution. To be thankful we must be thankful for support which is really easy because we all love it, but we also need to be able to say thank you to challenge otherwise we're only 50% thankful. 50% thankful is what is commercially distributed as a thankful life. It assumes, such as religion, that if you be a good person you will get less challenge. The implication is that challenge is a sign you have really messed up in the universe and the universe is cursing you with some bad situation. But that is absolute bunkum. Nothing is ever missing it just changes in form and therefore you know that challenge is as critical a part to live as a support. And just like a tsunami, which is a bad challenge for everybody, a tsunami is just a whole lot of challenge that has been avoided by the earth's crust until one day it bursts and moves. The earth could have moved millimeter by millimeter every year but it decided to say no I will be stubborn I will not adapt. Or in human language, I will seek pleasure avoid pain, and therefore claim that any bad things that happen to me that challenge me are a sign that I have really messed up in life. That religious philosophy is a great way to control the minds of the masses. But it isn't true. Challenge is as important to your existence on this planet as is support. The definition of challenge is stuff you don't like. Challenge is a criticism from somebody you thought like you. Challenge is when you don't get what you want. Challenge is when you find yourself being totally ungrateful for something. It's all revealed to you how much you are responding to challenge by how tired you feel, 
How much you come home feeling wounded from work, how frustrated you are, how stressed you are. These signs of challenge are opportunities for you. Or you can simply say I'm going down the pub because I feel really exhausted and tired and have a few beers. That's the same as the earth saying I couldn't move one millimeter today but I might just wait 10 years and move 10 centimeters all at once and have a tsunami. So before we close this off is very important for me to say it in a clear way. And gratitude is the challenge. And as much as we aspire to be thankful in the description above we must not beat ourselves up for being in an ungrateful state. Because that ungrateful state is the challenge that nature generates to cause growth. So therefore it is not about avoiding ingratitude but detecting it. You will detect ingratitude when you are tired fatigued or want to go down the pub. And then when you find yourself being in gratitude you can move one millimeter at time to find out how to be thankful for the thing that you are being unthankful for. That's nature giving you balance, giving you evolution, giving you a chance to reach a higher realm, giving you a chance to live on purpose, giving you a chance to live a long life and not attend a seminar in the most expensive seminar on earth which is as we said, a hospital bed. What do you appreciate grows? Including you. In money, in love, in life, in leadership, in friendship, in health, in social contribution, in other words in all aspects of life which means you are living on purpose. But please remember, don't beat yourself up for being ungrateful just witness it and, with the help of all the things I share with you with inner wealth technology, use the tools to fast track yourself back on track to be grateful again. With Spirit. Chris. End of Episode 56.